When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I would definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the, it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachups.com, it was, uh, it, it was something, it was, it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached. Um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey, I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um, follow the roadmap, work on your craft and um, you get me one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. All right, perfect. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Busy, but I still have my voice, so that's always a good thing. So that, that is good. <laughs> yeah, we played uh, Monday or uh, Friday um, and Saturday. Okay. And C and the C game, freshman games. I don't yell at officials. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know I had I had such bad I had such a bad official when I was coaching freshman at one point that he gave me like two or three T's and didn't know enough to toss me. That's how bad. <laughs> and I told him that on the way out. I go, you're you're so bad that you didn't even know that I shouldn't have been here the last like seven minutes. But yeah, we had bad officials on Friday um, here in South Dakota, Madison, South Dakota, okay. and they get you know teachers you know right they, they, it's hard yeah nobody wants to do it yeah yeah and man they uh they i got stared down by during the jv game this the c game freshman we won by 30 and right you know i didn't have any problems but man guys were getting hammered right but worry about game, guys getting hurt yeah 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 absolutely and so then the jv game um my you say my mentor or coach that i have he named Dave Preheim. He's a big Don Meyer guy. Oh, Don and Meyer's an awesome – was an awesome coach. Unbelievable. One of the best. When I was, when I was in high school, I uh, we when I was a senior in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, we went 25-0, and 0, won the whole thing, first team to ever go undefeated. Right. And Don Meyer spoke at our uh, FCA breakfast before oh, wow. the day championship. And the guy's hilarious. 
He was funny. He was always taking notes too. I still, every once in a while I'll get, you know, I used to, he used to be at clinics and stuff and he'd always hand, he'd give everything. Every once in a while I'll find like in my old, my filing cabinets, I'll find Don Meyer stuff, like a little like orange car. He had everything color coded too. It was crazy. Well, like, and then so our JV coach, um, coach Brand, he has a binder of Don Meyer. It is like this thick. And I looked at it one time and it was like, you could just flip through and it would spark something in your mind of like, why did I not think of that? Like we do, like we do the transition defense philosophy of halfback fullback. Right. And I, you know, this is my fourth year coaching and um, never, you know, as a player, never thought about these concepts and stuff, but I'm like halfback fullback. What are you talking about? This ain't football. Right. And he explained, and I, Got video on it too and of a clinic and it was just blew my mind about how you know you get one guy back you get two by back you know half back of that half court full back at the right. underneath the rim and then you got three guys going after the offensive rebound and just a lot of things that he did and it's cool because you know being from south dakota you know he's aberdeen right got yeah it was pretty cool to hear him and listen to him on that day it was awesome oh, i bet it was so do you have questions yeah, so um, like I said, um, inspiring to be a head coach. Okay. So yep. This is my fourth year um, in T South Dakota. Okay. Um, and just a little background: I was a my first two years, I was the volunteer coach. Okay. Um, you know, didn't get paid or anything, but just fine. You know, just assistant to the freshman coach for two right. years, and assistant for JV and varsity. And we had really good success. My first year, we won the state championship in Class A for South Dakota. Right. The next year we went to the championship and lost, and then the last year we went to the championship and we went ninth. Or we went. Uh, we lost one game. We went twenty-four and one. The one team we lost to was Lalamere. Okay. We had to play in the Pentagon, and it was not by like we didn't know. It was like five days before. Hey, your team has to play a different team. Your chances are Finley Prep or Lalamere. Head coach goes, give us the number one team in the nation. Right. And we had two studs. Uh, that went to play D1 basketball, ones at UC Irvine, ones at South Coast State. Okay. But anyways, um, so had some success. Um, and then last year – Where where did the, where did you play that game? Uh, uh, Sioux Falls Pentagon. Sanford okay. Pentagon in Sioux Falls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they uh, just – is the Hoop City Classic. It used to be the Mike Miller Classic. Okay, yep. yep. Mike Miller Holiday Classic, so it's Hoop City now. And um, But, yeah, yeah, we played them and – you know, Isaiah Stewart II is a man amongst boys when he replaced him. There's different levels to some of those yeah. guys. Yes, there really are. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, you want to be a head coach, basically. Yep. All right. Um, and so it sounds like you have a great mentor, which is the first step. I, can that I always tell young coaches that. So have you started to brain dump yourself? So what yeah. I always tell coaches is get a binder, get a Google Doc, and start brain dumping. Um, everything. When you think of something, it should yep. be um, similar to that Don Meyer thing we were just talking about. Because you should, yep. I mean, if you want a job, at some point you're going to uh, apply for the job and you're going to interview for the job. And you want to you want to have thought about everything. <laughs> um, yep. And you want a portfolio that goes through just about everything. Yeah, I from actually... The, uh, yeah, from the point of even getting off the bus and getting on the bus kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, my... Uh, so our head coach... He resigned last year to move to Iowa to be with his family. Okay. They moved and stuff. 
So I applied for the head coaching job the new, for this year. Right. Didn't get it, which is fine. But yep. I, the experience was amazing of getting the interview itself. Yep. Um, and then Coach Preheim, you know, I he said, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And he got me thinking like, no, I don't. I need to get that. Yeah. So that's that brain dumping. I have files on files of like, okay, I need to have a playing time. I need to have this situation, parent stuff, all these things. And it's a, like, it's a I, long, like I remember when yes. I applied for the current one that I got, I think it was like 45 pages. I think I had it in mind. It was like 45 pages. Now, obviously some of that stuff you use, some of that stuff you don't use, but you just got to be ready for any possible. It's basically your, um, it's your owner's manual, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, if this comes up, how do I deal with it? You know, kid mispractices for um, to go to a birthday party. How does that work? For kid misses for a funeral, how does that work? You know, how do you yeah. deal with basically every situation? Um, so I part of it is user's manual, and then part of it is, you know, what's your offensive and defensive philosophy? Now, those things can change because it depends on, you know, we're high school coaches. We can't go out and recruit, like, three-point yeah. shooters and those kind of things. So, um, but I think you've got to think about, you know, there's got to be some foundational things like, yeah. you know, obviously Tony Bennett's a big kid, big guy in our state, but you know, you have to have some foundational things first. Um, so do you have that in a working document? Do you have that where you can put your philosophy in three sentences kind of thing? Yeah, I got a basketball philosophy that, um, my, that coach Priam helped me out with. And, okay. Um, you know, it, Less it is may more. be a little, yeah. yep, and it may look a little bit longer when I look at it. And so, yeah, you got to shrink that down maybe a little bit. Um, but I have that going, you know, a defensive philosophy. I mean, we've been, this is my only program I've been a part of, and we've been doing, right. we've been doing what's worked. So it's kind of yep. like our defensive philosophy, I believe in, you know, forcing baseline. Um, there's one, I can't remember the coach's name, but they said, you know, force the player off the roof, you know, free throw yep. line extended, force them yep. off the roof and then don't let them in your house, which is the paint. Yep. And we force, like I'm thinking of force baseline, um, hedge slash blitz ball screw, whatever terminology you want to use. Yeah. Flood the midline and, and then get back. Yep. But yep. So, so here's, here's, here's what I would say for you, for your development, even more than the job applications kind of thing is I can just tell you that. I was under seven coaches before I got my job and the stuff I do, I took a little bit from all of them. Now I'm sure yeah. they got the person you're under is great, but at some point you got to go out and find some other people yeah. uh, either through camps or find some other mentors in the area or start. I mean, it's hard when you're coaching to go out and see other people, how they do things, but most coaches are pretty open to the, especially the young coaches. Um, yeah. That's kind of my theory. You know, if a, 50 year old coach comes and asks me it's like a little different than a 22 year old coach and says okay absolutely you can either one can come but it's yep. like why is that one coming i'm always yep. open to the young ones that want to try to learn because it's a great game yep. so that's i think that's what you have to try to you, you can't don't pigeon your hole yourself because you never know yep. the job you might get might have a bunch of guys 511 or you might get a job where everyone's over six six, and you might have to change things defensively or offensively, or those kind of things. Yeah. So that's what I always tell the young coaches: is you just want to, you want to broaden, you want to know every, you don't want to use everything, you want to know everything. <laughs> yep, <laughs> absolutely. You don't want to know how to run a one three one, even though you may never use it in your career. Yeah. 
Um, you just want to make sure you know how to run it. Uh, yeah. So those are the kind of things. And then as a young coach, you're just trying to keep your head above water. I get it. And you're learning the stuff that, that the coach you're under is doing. And that's, you probably are really good at that. It's just mm -hmm. like, I'm going to counter you. You know, if we play, I'm countering you. So how are you going to yep. my counter? Because um, I know you're doing this. I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. It's kind of like a little chess match kind of thing. Yep. And that's kind of what I've been doing for like, you know, trying to get a, I steal as much offenses and defense as I can off, you know, like fast model sports and other yep. coaches and clinics. Yep. And one thing we always, my coach Pierre always said is, you know, whenever you present, whenever you presented me an offense, I've always told you how I'm going to defeat it. Right. You know, well, and does he let you do stuff with the varsity? Yeah. So like, um, during our practice, the, when we do like skill development rotations, you know, we'll us three coaches for 32 guys, we'll have our own station. So I get a chance to be at the varsity for my station for at least one part of the day, or like when, when we're guards, get to be with them. Okay. And then there's times where we have our freshmen who are really good. They'll right. play against the varsity, go against the varsity. And then that gives me an opportunity to coach the freshmen and chirp in on the varsity stuff too. Okay. Um, on stuff we, see but then during practices the jv coach coach Brian, he goes down with the varsity with the 13 guys that we have right and then i take the jv and freshmen um so i get 17 guys so i work with them well, so i get to work them. with so who uh who's the who does the scouting who does all that kind of stuff uh the varsity all, all three of us watch film because that because that's the that's the kicker is you guys i mean i'm old school but i mean i've watched more film than any human being probably ever with yeah. the old VHS tapes and stuff. And mm -hmm. now it's now it's even easier than it used to be in the old days. Um, yeah. So I think film breakdown is huge for young coaches because I think yep. – I don't – the problem is everyone is your league probably does similar things every year, year in and year out is my guess. Yeah, we, we don't have a huge coaching turnover in Class A and AA. I mean, in Class A, we got 54 teams right. in Class A. And, um, you know, we, we're in called the DAC-12 conference, which in my opinion is one of the – best conferences in the state of South Dakota. Right. Um, they, it's very tough and covered, but you have coaches who don't leave because why would you? Why would you? I mean you get compete and you get a good to the state tournament and right. so you kind of get their tendencies and you know what they're going to do. But um yeah that was one thing like Coach Graham and Coach Fechner, um who's now in Iowa, they said one thing, you know, when I was first looking at film, I'd diagram every single set, all this stuff, and then they go you never know what they're going to run. Just get tendencies. Yes. Just get tendencies. High school basketball is really about matchups, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's a and, lot about matchups. Yeah. And that's what we did is, you know, is, okay, if who's guarding who and can we switch it? Can we not switch it? Who's going right. to gonna guy? How are we going to handle screens? How are we going to handle that? Yeah. Um, so here's the next question. Are you willing to go – are you willing to leave to find another job or are you tied to South Dakota? Right now it's – we have – our firstborn child, she's seven months. Okay, so, so it's a little, <laughs> a little tough to leave right now. Uh, right, but um, so your so but, your pool is smaller. Your pool is smaller. yeah. Your pool is yeah, smaller. But, yeah, but you know that's a conversation I've had with my wife though, and saying you know, you know it would be tough, but you know we'd find a way to make it work. Right. You know, but I'm not going to force my family to do something that's going to put us in a right bad no, 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 no i get it i get it yeah. i mean if you were if you were single and didn't have any yeah it's all it's yep. totally different there's oh yeah a, there's a lot of high school jobs that open up <laughs> yeah it's just yep. a matter if you're willing to move um yep. so i think that changes a little bit too because then it's really going to be about networking for you if you're going to stay in yep. the area or you're going to stay there 
it's it's literally about i mean the door will open the door will close because of who you know to be honest with you I yeah mean, you gotta know your stuff you gotta have all your, all your things ready but if mm-hmm. you're not if you're staying in then it's you gotta you know who <laughs> i i went through when i got mine i encircled every job in wisconsin i thought i could get and thought i would have a shot at and then um i just watched i just watched and waited until stuff opened um yeah so that's what you got to kind of do but then you got to get your name out there too so camps working yeah. camps um you know those kind of things will help a lot too yeah 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 and that's one thing like uh so we, as coaches last night we were watching the football game at our stat stats guys house and um you know they uh i told them i was going to talk to you and you know and they uh and you know coach Prime, you know kind of mentor guy he goes you know he goes if you got want anyone else's names too i'll hook you up i'll get you out there you know you can talk to coaches on coaches he goes i know guys on the east coast and i know i know coaches and the guy like you two would get best because this guy has in his drawer at at the high school he's got probably over 100 dvds of different philosophies and defenses oh it's that crazy it's, it's crazy it's yeah. like it's it's an, it's it's almost too. I mean, I've tried to simple simple. Like if I can't get everything on a sheet of paper anymore, I don't do it because it's yeah. almost too much for me now. It's like all this yeah. noise. Um, yep. But that's. I mean that that yeah. It sounds like I I think you're on the right track because you have a you have you have you have a mentor. You have someone that's going to help direct you. Um, the key is if you want to if you want a head job. First of all, you probably want to move up from the level you're at. Yeah. So the best job, the best high school job is the one to the left of the head coach, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't take any of the grief and you're, you get to help make the, the decisions with the head coach. Yep. The yep. varsity we, assistant is the best job in high school, in my opinion. And I've, and I've been beneficial, you know, had the benefit of having a, a really good two sets of co- our head coach when I first started and Coach Graham, the assistant coach, where I just learned a bunch. Right. And then – you know, I, they actually took a lot of my ideas the last – when we went on our championship runs. Right. We took, we took some ideas, and then the new coach is just as good, and, you know, we all mesh well. And But you're absolutely right is to try the, to – The key up. is and, – and the thing is, like, it's like I – you know, eventually when someday when you um, – someday when you do your own staff, it's like you want a little bit of every I, – I, I have the best staff. I've had two staffs basically in my 30 years, and it's great. I have, I tell people I want a Yoda. So I want somebody that's really knowledgeable, knows more than me. I've got one of those. I want a young pup that will do all the grunt work that I don't want to do. (laughs) And then I I got one that questions everything I do, like in in a good way, but will like, Ooh, you want to do that? Ooh, you want to do that? Because all I do is take, I want all the input. Like I'm Google. Like I want all the data and then I'm going to figure out what to do with it. Um, so that's that's great. If you've got coaches yeah. that are willing to take all that data, that's what you want. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you've got some work done. We'll get the portfolio. Like, could you present it to? Could you present it? You feel good about presenting it right now to a to a to a committee? The philosophy one. I yeah. Feel the like whole like work. everything. The whole kick. Every everything. I would say I need to write. I did present it, and okay. my superintendent said it was, and my AD said it was good. Okay. They perfect. said it was good. I mean, it was this thick, but yep, that's good. Was, that's that's what they said it was good. I want to mess with yep. it. Yeah. Yep. And they and the AD said it was really, it was really good. And he goes, he goes, I called the superintendent. And, you know, after me, you know, he's like, did you get this book from Hurley? 
Yeah. Right. And, and she and the superintendent goes, where's the offense? Right. Because I didn't put any, I just had an offense philosophy of we're going to run what is best for our team and what suits our team. But I didn't put plays or anything. I But I had my defense philosophy mapped out to a T. So what, then you got to probably do that with the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pick something yep. that doesn't matter because, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that was, and that was a thing. And, but there's things I always steal every year and look, try to learn something every year. And one of the things our head coach does really well is a, uh, didn't think of it in my uh, interview, but like, you know, I kind of did was how to build your youth programs. Right. And well, you definitely want that in there. Did yeah. they, uh, did they make you diagram or do anything in the interview? Um, no, no. Okay. Okay. No, they, it was, uh, just a straight interview. Of- yeah, I've had I've had some coaches recent, like within the last six months, that they actually made them run a practice. I've had a couple, probably, like, like hmm. they were down to like two or three candidates, and they took the candidates and took the kids that were coming back and said, "Go run a practice." Yeah, huh. it's crazy. That's interesting, isn't that interesting? So just something yeah, to think about. Like, yeah, you know, here's your thirty minutes. Here's some kids that have graduated. Go do your um, go do your thirty. Um, oh, look at that. See. That looks good. Does that look good? Yeah. Thank you. That's that's twenty years of marriage right there. Yeah. There you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's good. I mean, that's what I just something to think about. Um, yeah. And there's and like for me, you know, the one thing I've listened to you on the podcast is about practice planning and what to do for practices and what you want to get in. And one thing our head coach did was emailed and said, "This is what I want to get. Three things I want to get done in this practice. Three things absolutely, right. and we'll fill in the rest that." meets with it never thought of that as a as a coach right so what i did is i brain dumped and i went in and said what do i want to get done in the first 10 practices that first week and yeah i, I got a whole spreadsheet and, and yeah. i stuck pretty close to it and the thing is now i'm like so it's january now i'm thinking like we're, we talk about three perfect possessions because right now i'm just i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to tweak things at this point in the season so yeah. Right now, what I'm doing is like we'll come in and we'll run our offense. We call it fist. We'll run fist, and if we'll have both groups do it, and if we get three perfect possessions, we're on. Like, yeah. right, we got it. Good. Those are and I don't know if it was like two days ago or three days ago we had it, and um, it took us 14 times to get three perfect possessions. So it's like okay, that's the problem, guys. You know, we need we should be able to do yeah. we precise keep their legs more shots that kind of stuff I, li- um, I like that i might bring that to my head coach uh tomorrow or at practice it might be a just something to bounce an idea it, 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 the problem this time of year is you're losing their attention they want to yeah. play and yeah. they're losing their legs and it's like i just i mean i just literally like they're over winter break so we went to florida for a tournament won it came back had a couple good practices and then the day before so it would have been the Saturday before school started on Monday. We had a horrible practice. And I literally stopped it and we played dodgeball because it was over. They were on winter <laughs> yeah. break. They're up playing yeah. late, video games late at night. Yeah. Crap. It's like, all right, you just got to – the old me, the, you know, the 25-year-old of me would have just battled them at that point and gotten them on yeah. the line and run them. It's like – I think it's what I say in my podcast. It's a Snapchat world. Let's get in, yep. get out, yep. boom. Um, and my yeah. film sessions have gotten that way too. Um, yeah. But I have gone old school on film sessions, and now you know we're really we're using that notebook more than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, write these things down, diagram yeah. this up, do this, just so it's a different type of thinking for them. But yeah, um, yeah, it's no, hard. Yeah. This I, time of year is hard, brutal. Yeah, yeah, I like that three perfect possessions because one that I like that for offense, and then like for us defensively, last there was 
three years ago or two years ago, I saw a tweet um, on, tw you know, on Twitter and it said three, if you get three stops in a row, seven times in a basketball game, you'll win the game 70% of the time. And that's something we pushed defensively. And last year, yeah, the last three years before this, we had the guys, we had soft, we had sophomores for three years, you know, sophomores starting three years ago. Right. And we tracked that and, you know, it's not, nothing more intimidating or annoying, I would say, when I have to yell out in a packed gym saying we have two stops in a row, we need one more for three, and our guys go – they fly off the handle trying to get that dang ball and try to force a bad three, then we get it. And then we go down and score, and it just shrinks that other team so it bad does. when they hear so, that. So I love that. I wrote that down. I love that. You know, Another thing that we do is we do – we talk about, especially at the end of a game, we talk about a stop, a score, and a stop. Yeah, we go the other way. We do, score. we do that drill. Yeah, yep. all the time. That is like it's, and again, it goes back to that power of three. It's just small, precise. You know, here we go. We're gonna get a stop. I mean, I've literally like we were in a tournament in Florida. We won, and and I could, at the last minute I go, you guys will win this game if we get a stop right now, a score, and a stop. Game's over because that will we're we're in good shape at this point. And then their eyes get real big, and they know it's like all right, we gotta get a stop. We gotta get a stop. You know, um, it's that small little piece. It's not the big thing. It's that small little piece. Um, yeah. Our film session, I like that because we do a lot of – Go ahead. Uh, I like that a lot because we do the stop and score a lot, but the drill we do is if you get a stop and a score, you're off the court, or yeah. you stay on the court, the other team is off. Might add another thing of get a stop, a score, go down and get another stop. And the, it's and over because we got the ball now. Now we got the yeah. ball. We, we've just basically – it's over at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then another thing we do in our film session as I'm thinking about it is we will break a possession down. I go, all right, let's, we were watching one like three days ago and there were like eight different times that something could have gone right or wrong. They don't understand that there's so there's thousands of little things in a game. Yeah. I love to do that about once every three or four film sessions, I'll just pick a possession. I'll go, you know, the kid hit a three on the wing or something, and we were slow on our closeout. I go, we don't even get to that if we do this, 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 and this. You know, we, there were seven little things before that one, you know, bad rotation that occur, made it occur. Yeah. And they just don't, they don't, they don't, they just see the one thing, the missed dunk or the, you know, missed, yeah. they don't see the whole, like, there's so many micro things. That's why the perfect possession thing is something we really talk about. Yeah. Because one thing that we get to in our, with our guys is there's so we have everyone, a hundred percent of our scoring left last year. We graduated at nine Ooh, seniors. Well, that's hundred percent of the scoring left. Yeah. So we have two sophomores that are good, really good. Um, one's, you know, leading score right now. We got two good juniors. We got a senior and then we have, you know, three, we have 10 guys we could play. I mean, we play eight, eight or nine, depending on matchups, obviously. And um, so it's one of those things of teaching them is shot selection. It's going it, to depend on how, if you shoot a contested three and what spot from the floor you're shooting it could lead to a run out right. for a layup from the other end. And, you know, if we're shooting five seconds in the shot clock after we just got a stop on the other end, you know, that's not giving us a good opportunity right. to do well, to be right. successful. Right. And our guys aren't comprehending that as far as, you know, we're chucking up threes early in the game. It's like, yeah, we're good three-point shooting, but if it's not hitting, we need to get to the rim somehow. Right. You got to get it inside, and that's, our, that's been our issue, too. It's like if we hit them, we're going to beat you by 40. 
Yeah. <laughs> but when Renat, it's like, whoa, what can we do? We got to get the ball inside. We got to attack the rim, those kind of things. Yeah. I agree. All right. Any other questions, coach? I got another call here in about two minutes. No, that that's that was okay. awesome. Thank you yep, so much. You let me know. Call. And if you send me an email, I'll see I'll see if I can find. I know I've got a couple of philosophies. You want to look at different ones that people have absolutely sent. send me an email and I'll I'll take care of you. All right. Okay. Thanks, coach. All right, yep, no problem. Anytime. See ya. Yep. Bye. Yep. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. No matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those five star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.